<laughs> All right. Hello and welcome to Live with Pastor Brian. I'm Pastor Brian Foreman of Cornerstone Community Church, and I'm here with Dustin Davis. Welcome, Dustin. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Dustin is my co-host today, and we did this a little bit uh, around the Easter, but uh, we wanted to go uh, live. We're actually recording this ahead of time because we tried two live streams and they both died. So, <laughs> so we'll do a premiere, a premiere of this. And uh, this week we are talking about knowing and doing, which is focused on our daily devotional life. Uh, we talked about how over the course of this phase of our church's life, we want to connect relationally and grow spiritually. And so this focuses on the growing spiritually part, but by talking about it, we're connecting relationally as well. So uh, know and do. So Dustin, what do you do for your post personal devotional life? What do we mean by that? What do you do for that? Yeah, so um, as far as how I'm interacting with God's word and, and that relationship, I'm using uh, the First Steps Life Journaling Plan that you talked about mm -hmm. in the service this past Sunday and weekend. Right. Um, and if people want that, if they comment on this video, then we'll send that yeah. to them. Yeah, and uh, it's the reason I picked it is nothing really special. It was more, I need something to do, so I'm going to get started, and I'll just, I have this, so I'm going to get started on that. Um, so that's been tremendously helpful. I think it's less important, the plan that you follow, the devotional book that you use or anything, it's more important that you just do something. Right. Um, because you can always change up your methods later. Right. And I would add to that, the, the idea of reading and writing, I think the writing part is so important. You know, if you've got some devotional that's going to get you in God's word, and then you uh, read something from God's word and write something about it, about how it applies to your life, then I think that'll make all the difference. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I agree. Cause sometimes, you know, I'll go a morning and maybe I just didn't give myself enough time to actually respond. So I just read and, uh, it one, I don't remember what I read as well if I don't respond and it doesn't, it's not as actionable. I don't feel like I've been given anything that I can put into to play, you know, for that day. Right. Um, so, right. and just to recount when the, the know and do outline that I was talking about, no is focusing on what does the passage tell you about God? What do you learn about God? What do you know about God as a result right. of reading that? And then the do is now that you know that, how do you respond to that? How does that make a difference in your life? So this is kind of putting you on the spot, but do you have an example of something recently that you can think of where you learned something about God or what you knew about God and then how that impacted your life? Yeah. Um, yeah. More recently, I think the idea of honor and honoring God has really mm. been, been a theme in my life. Um, you know, Honor is one of those words I think that can get thrown around a lot and we don't, we just kind of miss the deeper meaning. But what has been really helpful for me um, is to think about it as honoring someone means that you're active. Then this is my definition. This might not be right, but this helps me understand. Honoring someone means that you are accurately representing them to others. 
Hmm. Right. Um, so, you know, if I'm honoring God, then I'm not going to be calling my friends mean names, you know, cause <laughs> that's not something God would do. And that's, so I'm not, I'm not reflecting his personality. I'm not reflecting who he is. Hmm. Um, so that, seems simple but as i think about life and every interaction i have it's it's a it's a challenging thing to do but it's very rewarding and fulfilling too because that's jesus is the only person that's ever lived that accurately reflected his father and his interactions and his relationships um so yeah so the the idea of honoring and how you do that how do you do that with your body you know, lots and lots of different ways. Um, so, so, another, so one thing I've thought recently as I've been really convicted of is I need to take care of my body and, and I don't need to be this huge muscular guy, but I've been given this body and by not uh, nourishing it properly, by not exercising even a little bit, I can't do the things that God sets out for me to do. Right. I need that. Unfortunately, I'm trapped in this vessel uh, and, and I need to treat it right in order to do the things I'm called to do. So. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's good. That's good. And that kind of ties, I was just thinking about how that ties into that idea of if we know what God is like, then we are more able to accurately represent him. And that also ties into another thing that I mentioned in Sunday's message, which is we tend to treat people the way that we think God treats them or judge people the way that we think God judges them. And so the more accurately we know God, the more accurately we will reflect his heart to the people around us. Yes. And you can't do that if you're not, you know, it's harder to do that if you're not in his word. Right, right. Practically speaking, what are some of the things that have helped you to establish that habit of reading and responding to God's word on a regular basis? Yeah, so um, this may sound really silly, but I think there's a lot of uh, truth to this is if you want to do something, if you want to build a habit, you need to set up your physical environment to be the most conducive to building that habit, right? You need to break down as many barriers between you and that habit, right? So, um, for example, when when you go to bed and you have your phone charging right next to you, you're going to more often than not build a habit of using your phone in the morning, using it at night. Um, so I said, I'm going to replace that with the Bible. And I'm going to put, <laughs> you know, my, I'm going to put a notebook, a pen and a Bible on my bedstand right next to me. And I'm going to put my phone in another room. I have another alarm clock I can use. I don't need to rely. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I need my phone for an alarm clock. Look, I have alarm clocks if you need them. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> I'll deliver one to you. Um, but yeah, just being able to wake up in the morning and turn to my left and grab God's mm-hmm. word is, is I'm removing barriers between me and doing that. Mm. Uh, and so I'm more likely to do it. That doesn't, that doesn't mean that it's just automatic. I still have to make time in the morning. You know, I have, I can't, I can't get up 15 minutes before I have to leave to work and expect to get in God's word, you know? Um, but, but that's a barrier that I found really helpful for me and what, and it doesn't mean that I always have to rely on that method to do it. Part of it is just helping and assisting and building the habit initially. Right. So once I have that habit built, then I, I'm not, it's kind of like a crutch. I don't, once I'm walking, once I'm walking, I don't need the crutch as much. 
Um, but it's a really, it's, I found it to be a really helpful tool to get mm. that habit rolling, get the ball going. Yeah. Yeah. And we've already talked about this little flyer and the first steps reading plan, but in addition to the instructions on how to do the life journaling process on the flip side, there are tips and tricks and it includes picking a best, picking yeah. a place, which is kind of what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think I also mentioned on Sunday, whatever you do first in the day, that's what gets done. And so yeah. what you're doing is you're setting yourself up for success by saying, I'm going to make it easy for me to right. reach my reach for my Bible rather than reaching for my phone yeah. and messages and email and that yeah. kind of thing. So that's really good. That's really good. And I, I also do like this reading plan. And again, if anybody wants one of these or a link to this, then just make a comment in whatever platform you're watching this and we'll make sure that you get it. But it is a great reading plan because it focuses, it's, it's reasonable. It's not right. huge passages that are going to yeah. take you forever. They are specifically selected to be the easiest to understand and apply passages within a particular reading. So that's helpful. And it takes you through the entirety of the scriptures, not reading every single word, but an right. overview of the entirety of the scriptures over the course of a year. So yep. that's awesome. And uh, hopefully that'll be helpful to people because we know that as you get to know the Lord, you're going to more accurately reflect him. That's what we were talking about. Yep. You're going to understand him better and be able to draw closer to him. So, and that, that does what we're talking about, which is making progress spiritually. So if you haven't established a personal devotional life, then I hope that this will be an encouragement and practical help to you. We are praying for you and encouraging you and rooting you on. And Dustin, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate your, uh, your insights and, and experience. And I hope everybody has a great day. Yes. And um, if, yes. if I may say, if anybody has any other questions or, or looking for tips or tricks, I found a lot. We only, we only cracked, you know, the ice on that. There are so many more yes. things you can do to make, make it easier and to not make it a burden, if you will. So yeah. uh, reach out to me if you need any advice. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much.